We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Welcome to the Road of His Radio Weekly Recap, where I, Kyle Dvorak, at FF Kyle Kid, take you on a tour through the last week in Road of His Radio podcasting. For those of you who don't know, Rotoviz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps. Go to rotoviz.com to check out the site. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that even though the NFL season is underway, you can still get your Rotoviz NFL Pass for 30% off. This discount is for listeners of the podcast only, and it's available through the NFL Podcast homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. Your subscription gives you unlimited access to all of our NFL content, tools, and best of all, it supports this podcast. Again, be sure to get your 30% discount for an NFL pass at roadwiz.com forward slash podcast. Do you remember that day in the summer where Sammy Watkins got traded and Zeke got suspended and it was the first real news we had had in maybe weeks? It had been a while since we as a fantasy community had really any substantial things to talk about. This trade deadline was the sequel to that movie. So for a review of the third act of this film, where Kelvin Benjamin gets traded for a third and seventh round pick to the Bills, here's Kevin Cole and Nick Giffen of The Numbers Game. in terms of the fantasy prospects for the wide receivers over there at Buffalo, including Kelvin Benjamin? I mean, Buffalo's not the greatest place for receivers. We've seen that. I mean, uh, Sammy Watkins has been somewhat somewhat productive when he was playing there and he was getting these extremely long passes, though. It was mostly 
an extreme efficiency play as opposed to a volume play. And Kelvin Benjamin does not seem to be that same type of player. So I'm not sure how he can get the right mix of volume and efficiency that he needs uh, to, to, be, to be productive there. It's more likely he'll be on the other end. He's someone who needs a lot of volume at a lower efficiency. So I don't know how that works with Tyrod Taylor. And it is a little bit interesting because, you know, Taylor's playing well this year. He's playing like a top top 10 quarterback again this year, although he's doing a lot of damage with his legs and a lot of damage throwing to um, not to his wide receivers. I mean, Zay Jones has been a complete bust so far. Uh, one of the worst catch rates uh, in the NFL. Um, so, so Benjamin is going to solidify that. But at the same time, you know, sometimes these assets, I think, can help open up the the passing game for for the Bills. So I think it it probably helps their other pieces like Tyrod Taylor. And they didn't give up that much to get him, if you think about it. I mean, that's a third round pick is is not that much, especially for a team who's playing that well. Now they're still going to have him for uh i guess they have him for one more season because his his option was picked up i mean we'll have to see what what ends up if they want to end up paying that or not because it's going to be you know around eight million a year but still that's not that much compared to uh wide receivers out there in the free agent market so it's not an overwhelming price but um i just don't see much fantasy value for benjamin in buffalo yeah. Uh, and then on the other side of that deal, the Carolina Panthers, of course, you mentioned they get two picks. But what I'm more curious about is what it does to their wide receiver core there. I think obviously Devin Funchess, who, has, you know, similar build to uh, Kelvin Benjamin there. I think Devin Funchess, clearly now the number one receiver. He's been targeted heavily the last six or so games, uh, especially since Greg Olson went down with an injury. But I, I'm, I'm kind of curious what that does with the other receivers. Do you think any of these other receivers, Russell Shepard, Curtis Samuel, maybe even uh, Kalen Clay, step up? Is there a chance any of these guys step up? Are they relatively worthless given the fact that the Panthers are so run heavy? I mean, you have to think that this is going to be Curtis Samuel could get the biggest boost here. I mean, it doesn't necessarily make sense as as far as he's a he's a lateral move or a replacement for him. But, you know, they spent a second-round pick, not only a second-round pick, the 40th overall pick on Samuel. And uh, currently he's sitting at 14 targets and seven catches. Now, he hasn't been getting a lot of action, but he's played in seven games. So it's not like he's, not like he's been out the entire season. Um, I feel like he has to be the guy that they get involved, although I never understood their game plan of McCaffrey and Samuel, what they were going to do with those guys. seems like a lot of overlap in the, in the potential roles that they could fill. Um, so the, the, the guy that I'm most confident saying it benefits uh, is Devin Funches, as you would remember now. He's a guy that's starting to play a lot better this year and only 23 years old. I mean, we, I think we still forget how young he is, and he's already been you know, written off a couple of different times. So he's the guy who's clearly going to step in and 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 get some more volume here. Um, but I also think Samuel is a guy who could finally at least get into the action a little bit. But the fact that he's been so disappointing to this point uh, tempers my enthusiasm. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know you bring up a great point about Devin Funches, still only 23 years old, and uh, obviously age matters. We've shown that a lot at Rotoviz. Um, you know, you look at a phenom index numbers for Devin Funches, very good because of the you know the age that he came out. For reference, Kelvin Benjamin has 51 targets for 604 air yards on the year. And Devin Funches has 59 targets for 715 air yards on the year. But I think what's most important from this 
is that their ADOTs are 0.3 away, meaning that they're getting their targets at a very similar depth on the field. So when Kelvin Benjamin leaves, Devin Funches is probably the most likely receiver to pick up the slack when he's gone. If you were wondering, I got that Air Yards data from our Air Yards Screener app, one of the many great apps we have here at Rotoviz. But this next clip comes to you courtesy of Colm Kelly and his guest Blair Andrews of the Rotoviz Highlight Reel. Take it away. Some big news uh, to come down, and uh, were you surprised, obviously, with that JJ move by the Eagles? The Eagles looking like they're a team that really is uh, thinking that they're in with a shot at winning it all this year. Yeah, I was surprised at first by that move. I mean, JHI, kind of his career in the NFL so far has looked a lot like LeGarrette Blunt's maybe, where he's just a between-the-tackles runner and doesn't do a lot in the passing game. You'd think the Eagles would want to, I guess, replace Darren Sproles, but they didn't. Um, I was surprised that the Dolphins were willing to trade him, but I guess they've kind of been uh, souring on him a little bit anyway, so maybe it shouldn't come as that much as a of a surprise i guess yeah it's a funny one with him uh since he was traded obviously with the knee issues uh you know being reported at the time of the uh combine uh it seems like the 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 dolphins have never fully bought into jj and then obviously with a change uh, at head coach there with adam gase he never really seemed to buy into him and if you look back over the season they were critical of him in a couple of spots so it's gonna be interesting to see now how he fits in with the eagles but i'm looking forward to the next uh we're recording this one at uh, 3 p.m eastern the trade deadline coming up and just short of an hour so i'm looking forward to after you listen to this obviously you'll know all the the trade news but mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to seeing if uh, anything more comes out in the next uh, 60 minutes or 90 minutes or so so back to the show now and uh, looking back uh, at the article again we're talking about the wrong read so uh, again how did the the series come about as a, a starting point uh, obviously we have had this series uh, the highlight reel and it came about throughout the off season uh, and the idea was uh, long in the process. It was actually, I think, uh, Eric Moody that came up with the uh, original idea of it, and then it was passed on to myself and Dave and uh, Neil Dutton to uh, run through it. But uh, how did the, the Wrong Read uh, series come about? Uh, yeah, I actually don't know, I guess, the complete genesis of the idea. Sean Siegel <laughs> brought it up to me, and uh, <laughs> he, yeah, I, I mentioned before, I guess, the sort of, uh, well, you mentioned too how it kind of doesn't, follow a very strict format um that was something when he brought up the idea to me i actually said yeah this sounds interesting as long as i don't have to follow a format or a theme or basically any rules and he said well that was more or less his vision so it kind of worked out but um i decided it should come out on saturdays the idea was kind of that at the end of the week you have already been bombarded with a lot of Kind of weekly information to help you win your matchups and set lineups and this piece is sort of a change of pace in a way in that it you know it's like uh zooming out from the weekly details and giving more of a a big picture you, yeah. or at least that's my hope for it yeah, yeah. and that is uh, what it's been doing uh, so far it's kind of like you know throughout the week you're kind of stuffing your mind with as much knowledge as you can as much stats and information as you can and then as it comes to the series it highlights three or four points each week that uh just gives you a nice, uh, you know, it is, as you mentioned, a change of pace, and uh, I've enjoyed it because, uh, you know, anyone that's involved in the fantasy football, uh, you know, community is uh, looking for as much information. Sometimes you get a little burned out as you head towards Saturday, so it's a, a nice change of pace to even to, to check in on, on Sundays prior to kickoff. That's how I've been enjoying it. Obviously, the most recent piece that you had up was about recency bias.
I have nothing to say about that analysis, because what I want to tell you is more important. Right now, you are listening to a podcast that featured that podcast, that featured an article, that featured podcasts. Think about that. If Blair ever mentions this podcast in his Wrong Reads article, the loop is complete. I don't know what will happen. A black hole could open up, consuming the universe as we know it. Dante Moncrief could finally break out. We don't know. Anything could happen. If a black hole opens up and sucks you into a universe where Dante Moncrief breaks out, maybe you play him on draft. Fantasy football fans, listen up. If you love fantasy football, then you need to try my new favorite app, Draft. Here's how it works. You do a draft that lasts for just one week, and there's no management. You just set it and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you. Drafts start every couple of minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part? Play for cold, hard cash. Drafts start at just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. No salary caps, play in a real-life snake trap, just like you would play with your friends in a season-long league. Come and join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime, just search Draft in your app store, and join a game in minutes. Or play right now from your computer on PlayDraft.com. Whatever you want. And for a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into Draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code RVRADIO. That's right, play a real money game for free, just for using my promo code RVRADIO for your first deposit on Draft. Just search Draft in the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com. Play for free with the promo code RVRADIO. This next clip comes to you courtesy of Anthony Miko, Blair Andrews, and their guest Renee Miller on the Rotos Report. Take it away. Fox's Jay Glazer reports that Andrew Luck is still in pain and is seeking further opinions to figure out why. This is in regards to the shoulder surgery that he had in the offseason. Uh, Renee, shoulders, uh, Luck's shoulder is starting to look like an issue, maybe not just for 2017, but potentially 2018 as well. Is it time maybe to start selling your Colts in Dynasty Leagues? Yeah, well, I think hitching your Colts fantasy stars to Andrew Luck, it's time to kind of ditch that idea, I think. But I think maybe a lot of people have been there already um, with Luck's ongoing injury saga, you know, dating back uh, to two years ago as well. Um, He had one really super spectacular, you know, full of promise season in 2014 um, and I don't know that he ever gets back to that level. So I think if we're hitching the, um, the star of uh, T.Y. Hilton or Dante Moncrief or um, Mac even to luck, I think it's probably a mistake. I think that um, all might not be lost, though. I think Jacoby Brissett could improve with time and with experience in this offense. Remember, he, he got there just before the season started, so he didn't have a lot of time to um, sort of acclimate before he was thrust into this role. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not high on the calls. I don't actually own any of them in the one dynasty league I'm in, which is the Rotoviz dynasty league. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful on a personal level, but, um, yeah, I'm not thinking that Andrew Luck and the Colts are ever going to get back to that 2014 level that, that some people might still be clinging to. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think Brissett probably is not as bad as maybe 
a lot of people think he is. He pro- he's you know parts of this offense are functional. I mean, Jack Doyle has been uh, you know pretty. Uh, he's been startable for the last several weeks. You know, you can pretty much count on his production. I don't think today was that fluky. I mean, he got 14 targets, but it's something we've seen from him a lot lately. And um, you know, Marlon Mack is showing something. So there are not a lot of pieces in this offense that I'm des- I mean, necessarily looking to sell at this point. Uh, I am an Andrew Luck owner in one dynasty league, and that is, you know, if if it looks like this injury is going to affect him into 2018, then that's that's something that I really want to get away from. But my problem, of course, is how much can you actually get for him at this point? Yeah, I mean, Luck, if you own him, it's impossible, I feel like, to move him just because, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like for the most part, people aren't really going to consider that maybe future value that luck has. I think there's, there's just so much negative, so many negative thoughts associated with Andrew luck right now. It's like impossible to move him. I think even in just like one positive report, like, Hey, like luck is practicing, like luck will play or something, you know, like that alone would probably mm-hmm. increase his value like tenfold. Yeah. So I, he, he's really a strong hold at this point. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely pleased with what Brissett has done. I still think that if, you know, the reports on Luck are just really that bad. It's possible they just move on. I mean, right? Like, that's, I don't know how his contract works from like an injury perspective, but I don't know. The Colts are going to probably pick in the top five this year, right? So they could pretty much move on as soon as possible if this is an injury that they don't think he can get over. For reference with T.Y. Hilton, with Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton averages just about 15 points per game PPR. With all of the quarterbacks he's played with, he averages about 11. The Colts could always go out and find the next greatest quarterback like they did with Andrew Luck, but if they don't, T.Y. Hilton might be in for a rough ride. This next clip comes to you from the Dynasty Tradecast, where it was just Nathan Powell this week with guests Kevin O'Brien and Travis May. In the clip, they talk about how legit is Nelson Aguilar, but also some Adam Thielen talk. Some sweet, sweet Adam Thielen talk. You know, we talk about this so much with draft capital. The Eagles are invested in the in, uh, in the success of Carson Wentz. They're invested in the success of uh, Nelson Aguilar. Maybe, I mean, definitely more so than they are in Alshon Jeffrey. So I think that, you know, the more opportunities they have to have the, that duo of Wentz-Aguilar to be successful, they're going to, you know, use that as often as possible. Yeah, I, I hope he, he does really well. I mean, it was really bad to just see him struggling that that bad. for And, and just clearly it was just all in his head, you know with the drops with just horrible mistakes and you hate to to see somebody just struggling that badly. He just wants it so much, but uh, yeah, he's still hard to value for me. Yeah. I think I'm in the ballpark with Nathan. I I would off the top of my head, I was going to say top 50 wide receivers, which still is, you know, doubling his value or more. You know, I think before the season we might've been undrafted outside of 240 kind of overall, never mind wide receiver. It just, I think he was, probably in the undraftable space. Now he's we're talking about top 50 wide receiver, which is obviously valuable in, in any dynasty roster. He should be uh, even medium-sized, you know, 24 by 12 type leagues. He should be rostered um, and, and and startable. He's definitely startable now. Um, and, and yeah, he, he, I, Travis, what you said about flex play, I think he is that kind of play, right? He's your – you don't want him as your core. I, I often talk about having core of your dynasty rosters – is being 50 or 60% of your, your um, overall asset pool. Uh, 
is your core players. And I think Algoa should be in your prospect pool. If you, if you've traded away your first, he's the kind of guy that I want. So in this particular league, I've traded away my first, I think two years in advance already. And Algalor was somebody I traded for a fourth. So now he kind of becomes that prospect that hopefully he can be better than he is. Jeffrey's on a one-year deal. Maybe they don't bring him back. Aguilar could be the number one in a Wentz-led offense. Give me that all day long. All right, guys, this has been a really fun show. Just to wrap us up, we normally do a game, but today we're just going to do a really quick segment. Uh, Travis, name your one player. If you have a, a six and two dynasty squad, maybe a, a five and three dynasty squad, what's the one player you're going out and buying, preferably a running back wide receiver? For some reason, uh, you know, Adam Thielen is just still not super expensive. I don't, I don't get how he's still not super expensive given what he's done so far. Uh, I think a lot of people are, are just, if they're not competitive and they have Thielen on their team, maybe they just, they had a bad team and he was in, he's been a bright spot, but they're still maybe riding at 500 or just below. I'm going to be knocking on that guy's door. I mean, he's got at least five catches in every single game this season. And it was insane how many targets he had had without getting a touchdown. And he finally, finally found the end zone this week. If he, if he has a few more weeks like that, he's going to win you a league and it's not going to cost you a ton. Cause I, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't seen him even in maybe, I guess maybe lately in the first conversation, first round draft pick conversation, but I have not seen any deals actually go down that involved a first round pick for Thielen. So he's still kind of cheap because people aren't really buying. So that's, that's mine. feel like it's Adam Thielen's world and we're all just living in it? No? Okay. Oh, never mind. Anyways, this next clip comes to you courtesy of the Road of His Radio, where host Pat Crane and Sean Siegel have guest Peter Overzet on. In the clip, they talk about the final trade of the week, the Jimmy Garoppolo trade, and what that means for the 49ers. Have a listen. All right, Pete, you're a Patriots fan, so we got to get your take <laughs> what? on... What? Uh... <laughs> Come on, no, man. You know you're a Patriots fan. I know no, I know not. you claim to be a Broncos fan slash no fan. But I know uh I know you love those Patriots. So This is this is a ambush. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's hard hitting journalism here. I'm not I'm not standing by this bullshit anymore. Um so it's a big Patriots fan. I got your take on Jimmy G to the 49ers here, man. What's going on? I'm, I'm devastated, dude. I uh, I took down my Jimmy G poster. By far the most beautiful man on my favorite team, the New England Patriots. Uh, yeah, it might mean my entire office. Everyone today is just freaking out. Everyone they don't understand what is going on. But it seems like the situation is pretty obvious, right? That they wish they could have gotten more for him in the off season around the draft. They didn't, and then they held too long and decided to cash out for for what they could get. Uh, I guess, that, and you know, it makes sense, right? If if Brady goes down, this team isn't good enough where they could have even probably a Matt Castle type season with a you know the backup quarterback stepping in. And so I think Belichick looks at that and says, "Hey, we're screwed if Brady goes down, anyways. Let's might as well get some value here." Uh, and go from there. So I, to me, it, it seemed like a pretty uh, obvious decision or something that made sense. And other than my, my heartbreak of losing one of my favorite players, uh, I'm, I'm handling it all right. Yeah, and on all those pass blogs you read, did they mention what they could have gotten for, uh, for him during the draft? Was it that like a mid-first? Is that I mean, it seemed like they were trying to hold out at that time for way more than just an early second-round pick. 
Yeah, so I was listening to WEI for six hours earlier today, and uh, and then I also downloaded and listened to the podcast version of the Sports Hub, and what they thought, no, I don't know, Pat, I think they uh, thought they could, what, wasn't the famous thing they were holding out for like a first and a second or something, and uh, I guess I that never came, uh, apparently, but yeah, it, it it does seem, I don't know, Sean, what, what does a smart person think about this? <laughs> well, I, I don't know what a smart person thinks, but I was going to ask you if... Mans was part of the group in a different front office today. The reports are that the Cleveland Browns were unable to finish off their um, crazy steal of someone who plays behind Andy Dalton (laughs) for a second and third round pick, but they weren't able to get it through because the celebrations were more important. Yeah. Did you play any role in that? <laughs> no, uh, no, no, we didn't. Although I have heard that they have greenlit uh, the the sequel to Moneyball 2, and it is going to be about uh, the, their war room today and that all unfolding. And it's, you know, it's it's a great era, you know, a great era for analytics in football. And I think the Browns are are really a champion and, and a leader in this space. So, yeah, I continue to, to look forward to all the very progressive uh, decisions they make. Yeah, and that was going to be a weird move because they're giving up yeah second and third round pick for McCarron. So I guess McCarron's worth more than Garoppolo now. Um, but yeah, with the Jimmy G trade to the Forty ers like does this have any fantasy relevance here? Like, um, you know, I guess apparently uh, Garoppolo's not going to be starting till week twelve. So this would be, you know, I, I guess if you're looking at playoffs in Superflex leagues or if you how might this affect um carlos hyde during the playoff run or pierre garçon is there sean do you think uh there's any real impact here before i go i'm going to officialize this segment at the end of the podcast with a working title of book club but for articles on rotoviz official working title what i've got this week is winning the flex This is an article by Tim Talmadge where he breaks down projections across positions and he gets these player matchups from the road of his forums, which I really like. It's a great way to interact with readers. And the other article I've been reading is When the Devi Breaks by Jordan Hoover, which gives a really good recap of college football in the past week and how it impacts the dynasty landscape. That's going to do it for this week's Road of His Radio Weekly Recap. You can find me on Twitter at FFKyleKid. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Rotoviz Radio Weekly Recap. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can always get a hold of us at rotovizradio.gmail.com and catch us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And you can always support the show by going to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast and subscribing with your 30% discount.
Ready, set, save California. It's sellathon time this Labor Day at your California Ford dealer. Get ready for the best offers of the summer on the 2019 Ford lineup, like an adventure ready Explorer or the all new built Ford Tough Ranger. Or get behind the wheel of the 2019 Ford F 150 with the power, toughness, and capability to carry any payload. You've waited all summer for these deals, and the wait is over. So, ready, set, save. The Labor Day sellathon is on now, but don't wait. These deals won't last. Hurry into your California Ford dealer before it all ends September 3rd. Say Metro by T-Mobile. Got the best deal in wireless. And it's all for you. All for me. Just switch quickly. Because Metro has two lines for 80. And two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free. Plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be. Only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.